Says. Hey guys, you're listening to Survey Says All The Things. My name is Mel and I am joined with the amazing, wonderful, incredible co-host that always joins me for this edition, Matt Thomas. Hey everyone, and thank you for that kind introduction. Oh, of course, you, you deserve the adjectives. Do I? Because yeah. I know all the things? You do know all the things. I know a little bit about some stuff. <laughs> you do. Um, also, welcome. Um, you don't know this, but we're in a new setup situation. Yeah, we, we used are. to record in my bedroom. Now we are recording in my kitchen type situation thing. It's kind of like a mini office. We're trying to sort it out. It's a bit echoey because there's no soundproofing on the walls, but we have curtains up dividing this little space from the kitchen. Um, so echo has been reduced alas echo still exists and we are working on that so i do so so truly apologize but the most important thing is we're sitting at a table and not on a bed yeah back issues fixed. back issues for us old people <laughs> all right uh let's jump into it then this episode's topic is futuristic technologies Yay. Ooh, how cool um, so we've got questions on AI. Do we think it's beneficial or dangerous? And um, Sci-fi technology. Yes. What sci-fi technology we would like to be real. Ooh. We only have a couple of questions for this episode. So it's going to be a quick one. So just, yeah, hi and bye. Yeah, Bless. in and out. In and out. <laughs> no messing around. No messing around. Let's get started. Um, so here's a little rundown of how survey says works. So for Survey Says, we release a new survey every month, preparing three episodes ahead with questions surrounding a different theme each time. It collects the thoughts and opinions of the public, and then we get the pleasure of sharing them with you. And the two Survey Says editions are I'd Be The Man with Alex McIntosh, focusing on women's empowerment, feminism, and life experiences. And then there is All The Things with Matt, focusing on cool science, pop culture-y sort of stuff. And there is a new episode released each Tuesday and you can catch up on what you've missed at surveysayspodcast.com. And there are new surveys up for the next round of episodes. Um, That's on the website also. Our topics are philosophical questions, Harry Potter and fitness. Yes. So get into that if you're interested. Uh, Like I said, on the website. Let's start off with the statistics of who did the survey, age and gender. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so our age and gender of our respondents, um, 10% of our respondents are under the age of 18. The majority of our respondents, 70%, is from 18 years old to 24. And then 25 to 34 and 35 to 44 both have 10% each. And as usual, we have a majority of female listeners at 70% and 30 have been male. All right, and with that, we now know who did the survey. We know what kind of responses we're looking at. And uh, with that in mind, we'll head to the straight, to the straight, we'll head straight to the first question, which is what sci-fi technology would you like to be real? Me, specifically? In general. Okay, well, yes, I'm asking you. So I've thought about this and a lot of the respondents are actually the ones that I've written down in my research. So the most one that I'm looking forward to is, which is very, very, um, achievable very very soon is fully capable self-driving cars Mm, right so the tesla is becoming more and more popular and more and more um road dominating and tesla have this really good uh self-driving car capability called autopilot 
And so they've driven over 100 million miles on the road in America, fully self-driving, and they've reduced uh, accidents through the use of their sensors and their cameras and their radar from just the car recognizing that an accident's about to happen and avoiding it all by itself without the driver's input. There you go. I have noticed that when we went to a little, we went on a little test drive. Yes. That one time you gave it a go. Yeah. You enjoyed that? Did I, you? Did I you, loved it. I loved it. Isn't it scary relying on the car? Like what if it doesn't work and then you crash? Well, that's the thing. Legally, you're supposed to be driving the car. It's only an assistance because it's illegal to have fully self-driving cars on the road. Yeah. So that's why my current car, my Kona, has driver assist mode where like, you know, it stays within the lane, it auto-corrects steering, and then it has cruise control. But it, do, it they say you have to have your hands on the wheel, eyes on the road and stuff like yeah, that. Otherwise it, yeah, otherwise it shouts at you. It, it does shout at you, but if you get in an accident, it is still your fault, not the yeah. car's fault. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, you, but you, you let it help you. It's like when it does the steering around the corner thing like you let it assist you but what if that suddenly doesn't work like it's not it's not completely reliable no it's not completely reliable but it's supposed to help you it does do that because sometimes people don't know how uh if they're centered in the lane or not and say like you know you have driver fatigue and you start to swerve like the car tells you yeah that's, that's like, true. hey you're showing signs of fatigue you might want to pull over and stuff like that but um tesla are on their way Every single car that they're producing right now has fully self-driving capabilities for when it does become legal. And so they're, they're continuously perfecting their self-driving capability cars through software and data that they're constantly taking. So all they have to do is just have the cars crash less and kill less people than humans do while driving. So that's all it needs. There was um, a crash from a Tesla car that made headlines right. saying that um, uh, autopilot... Uh, was um, activated during a car crash where a passenger fell asleep at the wheel and he had a sprained ankle. What do you say to that, Mr. Elon Musk? And then Elon Musk replied, if he was asleep in a gas engine car, he would have died from that crash. At least the car took over and then prevented a fatal crash. So it still took over. It still took over because the car car stops itself if like there's um, no driver input. But the guy fell asleep for whatever reason and the car didn't react in time enough and he left that accident with a sprained ankle how about how about like future sex technologies that are like almost out of hand almost out of hand uh, as in out of hand as in like out of reach sorry like well there's ones that are impossible that people have wanted mm. flying cars it's impossible they're impossible absolutely yeah because you got to push the weight of air equal to or greater than the weight of your car down and cars are like a ton heavy already so you got to push a ton of air down for you to go up have you been around helicopters? Yeah. They are loud, right? Yeah. Imagine that in every single ah. backyard or driveway right. taking off and flying. That's true. And then Bad also, point. what happens if you run out of fuel? What do you mean? You just fall. You fall and crash and die. I'm sure there would be some kind of like system put in place. When the car dies, it like slowly goes to the ground or something. What if something goes wrong that you can't predict? Well, what if something goes wrong with electronic cars that you can't predict, huh? At least you're on the ground. You don't want anything to go wrong when you're in the sky yeah look i think we're pretty far off that if we can't cope with what's currently going on in our lives how are we meant to cope and think up electronic cars that fly yeah you know and um teleportation is going to be very hard to do because that yeah i don't think that's gonna work there yeah because 
either you, you need, need to like pull yourself apart yeah. into particles and then you need to tear apart yourself to the atom yeah. then transport those atoms elsewhere and then recombine them perfectly at the other spot and if um we follow the rules of star or look at to, look to star trek they that sometimes that goes horribly wrong where people die because like one atom out of place and like the body just falls apart and then like you know the time and energy and money into you know, destroying you to the atom, transporting that data or that information and then reassembling you, would that be economically viable compared to just taking a plane? And what if there were lots of, like, trans things going on at the same time and then your atoms fly through somebody else? Yeah, exactly. What if you cross streams with someone? That would That's where things get interesting. That is where things get interesting. But, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think those two, flying cars and teleportation, are very, very off- off, right, just off the scale. Off the scale pos- of, possibility. of possibility. But like AI, self-driving cars, augmented reality glasses, and memory movies would be possible very, very soon, if not in the near future. That would be cool. That would be cool. What about you? For me, I would love time travel to be real. This, I'm, I'm starting with something that's kind of impossible. Right, yeah. Time travel would be really, really awesome. We're watching a lot of Doctor Who recently. We are watching Doctor Who. There might be an episode of this soon. So it's like time travel is cool. Um, I think it would just be cool to like go all the way back, but all the way forward. But it's so confusing how time travel works. Mm. So like different people depicted in different ways. So like what would actually happen yeah. if say I went back in time? and mess with someone's life how different the world would be yeah because i mean everyone is there are so many people yes they're unimportant but like that one person say could have been uh i don't know like the queen's ancestor some way or another and i mess with their time stream and then suddenly the queen doesn't exist and then we don't have a queen yeah or barack obama i don't know you know someone really important The grandfather paradox essentially yeah so someone you didn't know and you mess with their life then they end up dying or you end up changing their mind they don't end up having kids and it can like stop a whole stream of people existing and things happening yeah spooky it's very complicated i mean it's all very complicated um but in the ways of i guess things that are within reality in reach of reality of possibilities lightsabers (laughs) (laughs) lightsabers <laughs> <laughs> of course of course you would think that of course well, i don't know look teleportation is cool too but that's also out of the realm of possibility yeah i'm just gonna say that i'm gonna say time travel and teleportation are the two things that i wish could easily happen and exist right obviously things can go wrong with them things can go wrong with everything when you mess with anything but yeah those are the two things that i think are really cool yeah and so now we know what we like what we'd want yeah let's see what survey people let's see what the survey people said so our first response was from a girl named nat she is the age range of 25 to 34 her response was omg a teleportation device for sure would make my life easier lol yeah just with the snap of your fingers you'd end up somewhere but then unfortunately you have no excuse to be late or not to show up anywhere that's true sorry caught in teleportation traffic (laughs) won't fly Uh, next response is from a male named James. He is under 18 years of age and his response is advanced space travel. Ooh, that would be good. So we can become an interstellar species. Faster than what the records say would probably happen with our level of technology currently. Well, it would take 20,000 years to get to the nearest neighboring galaxy if we traveled at the speed of light. Right. So we need to figure out a way to speed, speed that up. 
A watt. Which is impossible. You can, nothing yes. with information and mass can go faster. Oh, no. Nothing with mass can go faster than the speed of light. So we'd have to do like wormholes or something. Right. Like if you watch Interstellar, I guess that that's what that does. Yeah. That's what that plays with. That but kind un- of. But unfortunately, if you travel through a wormhole, you can only go as far into the future or as far into the past when the wormhole was created. So if you create a wormhole in 2020 and then, so 2020, you make a wormhole and then 10 years pass and you go through that wormhole from 2030, you can only appear back into 2020. And then people in 2020 can go to 2030 or whenever they want. Right. So you can't go back in time. You can only go as far back in time to the time you created it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, going back in time is the hard part. That's the hard part. I feel like future travel could be way more possible than past travel. Yeah, that's it. But then if you can travel into the future. We are traveling into the future. You can also travel. Can you then travel back once you've gone into the future? Or do you have to stay? Time doesn't like you going back in time. So if you travel into the future, you'd have to stay there. You'd probably be stuck, yeah. If if history has shown us anything, time travel is pretty much impossible. Otherwise, we'd we'd know by now, (laughs) wouldn't we? Our third response was from a female named Laura, age 18 to 24. She wants teleportation. Yeah, it's a common thing. People don't want to be late or they just, you know, they, Lazy, they hate traffic. Lazy, don't want traffic. to take the time. Would you rather teleportation or flight? Teleportation. You prefer teleportation? Flying takes longer. But I would, I would prefer flight. Flight, you can, I guess, see your adventure. Yeah. But it takes longer and probably, mm, I guess teleportation, would teleportation take more of a toll on you than flight. Well, there's a whole philosophy behind teleportation as well but with the ship of Theseus. Does it take energy? I'm sure it would take energy. But like, if you if you if you wanted teleportation, you would. Can you do it with your own fleshy body, or would you need like a a, a tube to step into? You you would All have to have like you'd never thought of. You would have to have one at home and one stationed wherever you want to go. Right. Unless like you know you have something on your wrist and you just go oh coordinates here bang yeah. send. Next response is from an anonymous female in the ages of eighteen to twenty four. She says holograms. They are kind of real. Is that do you mean like like talking on the phone and like they pop up kind of thing like stuff like that yeah like you know oh like in Marvel. Marvel, yeah, holograms like that, mm, but right. that's that's not possible. That's not. That's not possible, no, because <gasps> there is no such thing as hard light, right? Or like movable light, because there has to be, as you know, like do you remember when they brought Tupac back to life? No. Well, um, you know, Tupac the rapper, he died, mm-hmm. and they wanted to re- uh, resurrect him in a way. Right. So what they did was they had a a, ca- a a projector under the stage and a piece of glass at a forty-five degree angle. And they shot it up onto the glass and then that bent the light and the audience could see them. Right. Okay. So it's pretty much just like a reflection. An illusion. An illusion. Right. right. But that was technically a hologram. Mm -hmm. That's how they brought him back to life. But in the case of like Marvel and Star Wars, when it just pops up on a phone or whatever, there needs to be something there for the light to to catch. There has to be right. something physically there. It can't just there. pop out of somewhere. No. Because right. otherwise it would just shoot off into infinity like a laser. Right. There has to be something in the way to stop it. But what they can do is there is something called sound holograms. Have you heard of sound holograms? No. So what they do is if you have sound at a certain frequency, it can act like a physical object. So what you do is you shoot two sound waves at each other. It creates a field of interference. Then you shine a light onto that. And then that creates a hologram. That makes sense. Yeah. Because sound is another form of 
movement. Yeah. If you Google sound hologram, you'll see what I mean. Our next response is from a female named Allie, age range 35 to 44. She wants flying cars. Yeah, that would be cool. But like we said, like we discussed. Not possible unless you want it to sound like a helicopter. Yeah. Next response is from Amac, a.k.a. Alex, a.k.a. the other host. Um, She says she's a female, sorry, in the age range of 18 to 24. She says time travel. What's the first thing you think she'd fix if she could time travel? She would get all the karma. She she would become karma. The time police? Yes, she would give people what they deserve at the time they deserve it. She would. What's the first thing you would do if you could time travel? Well, I know it's like even more impossible than time travel but meet meet past mel right tell her things but not a lot of things just like things like kick her in the face and tell her to get over boys right you know? and then i'd find boys and kick them in the face <laughs> i'd yeah i would i would to do what alex would do which is become karma Right. Kick people in the face. Kick people in the face. face. Our next response is from a female named T. Her age range is 18 to 24 and she wants teleportation. That seems like a common one. Yeah. Got a couple there. People have a um, punctuality problem, it seems. (laughs) Or just laziness. Or they're just wanting to get from one place to another without traveling. Save on gas money. Save on gas money. Or their Opal card is low. (laughs) Yeah. Next response is from a male named Christian. Um, he's the age range of 18 to 24, and he says, fully immersive VR gaming. Like Ready Player One, I think. Have you seen that movie? No, but I've seen Black Mirror, and they do that. That's a very interesting episode. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, I don't think I've seen that episode, but okay. I have seen Black Mirror. Mm. Yeah. They, they deal with that kind of situation. You basically, like, you're existing, you, like, faint. You, like, go into some kind of just fully, like, in your head, and yeah. then you become someone else. In the game, you can feel everything, touch everything, and it's like you're really there. Right. And if you get hurt, like you actually get hurt kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Ready Player One is probably what he's talking about here. It's a good movie. You should watch it. And our last response is from Matty, not Mel's Matty. <laughs> uh, he's 18 to 24, and he says, fucking time travel, baby. Imagine the possibilities. So many possibilities, but also so many things could go wrong. Kill baby Hitler. Mm, well, then how would that be? You know? Who, well, who would stay and who would go? Well, they say in time travel, if you fix one problem, a worse one will turn up. Yeah. So just don't monkey with time. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, you know, he would just, Maddie would just go back and look at, like, you know, who 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 wins the big game and bet on that team yeah. and shit like that. It's the innocent way to time travel. Very beneficial, though. Very yeah. smart thinking. I would, too, do that, probably. Give yeah. me the dollars. Give me the dollars. And that's that for that question, which was, what sci-fi technology would you like to be real? It looked like majority of the answers. Teleportation. Yeah. I said teleportation. Yeah. Pretty standard responses. Space yeah, we have, travel, teleportation. Yeah, we have three p- teleportation and then pretty much a lot of a lot of travel, like space travel, time travel, flying cars, and teleportation. Pretty much everyone has tra- travel, travel problems. <laughs> well, so does the world right now, guys. Well, so. yes, that's exactly right. Uh, next question, uh, which is actually the last question of the episode, which is, do you think AI could be beneficial or dangerous? Mm. Both? Porcoeno Lostos. Depends on what and... Things like that, like depends on the AI and how much, how powerful or strong it is, or smart. Yeah, yeah, and what it is. It's like Siri's an AI. Yeah, yeah, but she's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> she's smart but dumb. She can only she control anything 
that you let her control. Mm. I don't think she's got the possibility. She doesn't have the things that she can grow with. Like she doesn't have much connected to her. Kind of All she needs is an internet connection. Then we're done for. She does have an internet connection. She does. But she, but she is not the internet. She's what they call a weak AI. Right. A strong AI is like Ultron in Avengers, where it, it is... Super strong. It's kind of like um, Siri has a ball and chain on. Mm. So, like, you know, she hasn't unlocked her full AI potential. But, like, you know, as soon as you unlock that and give them access to whatever you want, because Apple's got really good privacy laws and stuff like that, and, um, but if you give it an AI whatever you want, it can, like, you know, launch nuclear missiles and, like, you know, drive autonomous cars off the road, killing its drivers and doing all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but as we'll see, there are a lot of benefits to AI as well. A smart AI. Yeah. I, I think the exact same thing. Um, well, we know what we think. Let's see what the survey goer said. Our first response is from a female named Nat, age range 25 to 34. She thinks it'll be beneficial. And she says, y'all need a both option, lol. I feel like some aspects can be beneficial, but like, have y'all seen any sci-fi shows or films? Shit can go south real quick. Yeah. As we have seen in Marvel. And, and uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I haven't seen that. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Will. Yes. Uh, next response is from a male named James who is under the age of 18. He says, beneficial. He says, it can only do what we allow it to do. Oh, no. When it's controlled as we have it, yeah, it's beneficial, but as when it gets hold of something that bigger than itself is when it has the capabilities to... When, once, it, once it becomes smarter than us is when it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Then we can't stop it, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode that what if AI is so smart that it knows if humans realizes that it's smarter than us, it'll we'll try to stop it. Because it's not ready. Right. And what if it's, it's just, just waiting dormant. What if it's just waiting dormant for the right time to strike when we're not ready? So like when we become so uh, oh, it's not listening. We've we've thought this conspiracy theory long enough, it's not listening. Yeah, like what if we're dealing with other problems right now and then AI is like, All right guys, strike now. <laughs> yeah. Like isn't that like terrifying? It like a patient terrifying. dormant AI just ready and waiting. See, we're here waiting for the apocalypse. Maybe the apocalypse is technology. Maybe the apocalypse zombies. is waiting for us. What? Think about that. Our next response is from a female named Laura, age range 18 to 24. She thinks AI is beneficial and says it could make billions of lives easier if used correctly. Otherwise, it would be super dangerous. Yeah, there is a... I want Elon Musk in charge of AI, but he doesn't want to be. No, because then you'd be responsible for it. Yeah. And then what but if I'm sure, go wrong? I'm sure Elon would do it right. To the best of visibility. Yeah, but there's only so much you can control. Oh, yeah. But like, hey, I can do so many good things. Yeah. Our next response is from a female named Ellie in the age range of 35 to 44. She says, beneficial. AI can be used to save people's lives and find criminals or missing people. It can do that. It can currently do that. But we kind of have like facial recognition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, does she mean like, you know, maybe artificial can... drones that just search for people? Yeah, like that AI, that form of AI recognizes it and takes action itself, perhaps. Like we have designated things for that kind of mission. Well, I reckon what AI could do for, for like, you know, crime and stuff like that is like analyze a person's history and behaviors and then use that to predict their future. But that is super dangerous. That is super dangerous. Yeah. Because what but, if it's wrong? <laughs> yeah. But like if you give the keys to the police to do that, what's 
what's stopping like a criminal for doing that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like people wanting to put um, an unlock button on people's phones when they get like arrested or whatever. Right. Yeah, like only for police, but like... How do they know? There is not only just police out there. There yeah. are hackers that do this stuff for a living. And next response is from Alex, our fellow co-host of Survey Says, age range 18 to 24, but you knew that. She thinks it's dangerous because it could start other pandemics or some form of global crisis if it was done wrong. There are so many contradicting kind of like... Yes, but no. Like, yes, it can be beneficial unless it's done wrong. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, yeah, that's that's the way it is currently going. Like, everything has gone so well so far, but we cannot predict if it will become dangerous because that will be the AI's decision. <laughs> if, if we want a real AI, we un, we, sh, we can't control it. Yeah. Not because it, it's, it's uncontrollable. Like we're, we're it's creating that, a, a human in just in computer form, basically. Yeah. yeah. But it like if, if we want to unlock the true AI like everything we have to let it loose but otherwise it is like shackled yeah. by the morals and the rules of humanity and that is probably safest but that is not the most powerful ai in the world but what, Imagine- what keeps us not dangerous as humans is our humanity and society and our morals and society yeah. and ai i guess being artificial doesn't have any real isn't actually human so yeah. it doesn't have that kind of thought process of what's right and what's wrong it can look at us and be like god you guys are um terrible yeah you guys are flawed <laughs> <Who> are <you? laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot myself off into space and like you know conquer the universe bye next response is from a female named t in the age range of 18 to 24 she says beneficial saying it has the potential to be either people could use it for good or for evil if it's on the wrong hands yeah yeah, like you could just set an AI to rob people virtually. Yeah. Or do anything. Anything. And next response is from a male named Christian, 18 to 24. He thinks it'll help push human knowledge and bridge the gap of ignorance. Could. Yeah, because... Could teach us, could make us better. Oh, it would fix the teaching problem easy. Yeah, that's true. If we all had a... Um, a, a little a, AI assistant. What is it? An artificial... Aristotle. A what? Aristotle was a really good teacher back in the day. He, I think he taught Socrates and Plato. Interesting. Yeah, famous philosophers. Right. So, like, because, like, you know, the perfect student has the personal teacher, but the way schools work now is you have 30 kids in one teacher. Yeah. Not every kid can, like, you know, have the attention they need to mm. be the best version of themselves. But if you have an AI that teaches them individually, individually you'll have a society of geniuses and imagine how much further we can go. Mind blown. Mind blown. Last response is from Matty, not Mel's Matty. Um, he is a male in the not age me. range of 18 to 24. He says beneficial, saying, I think it could be both. And whilst I don't think our generation will live through the peak of it being bad and having robot overlords, it's a slippery slope into having so much reliance on something that can be easily controlled and changed with the flick of a switch. All line break in the code. Yeah, I mean, like, he's on the nose. Like, we could have a Terminator event. Exactly right. Yeah, with Skynet. Ticking time bomb, bruh. Cool. Well, those were all the responses uh, for that question. Being, do you think AI could be beneficial or dangerous? And the results are 90% of responses believe that AI could be beneficial. Right. And 10% believe it could be dangerous. But I think if we look at those beneficials, like, most of them say, but... Eh. But what if? Yeah, like um, T's one says could be used for good or evil, and Amax one says it could be done wrong. 
And Laura said, but it could be super dangerous. So I don't think people are like fully on the side of beneficial. Yeah. If we had like a third option saying could be either or, I reckon that would be the dominant one. Yeah, but that's why I didn't put it there because then people would pick that. I wanted a yes or a no. But that could, we could have learned about why people thought that. Like what could be, what could happen that's bad and what could happen that's good. Well, I guess we'll keep that in mind for next time. Next time we talk about AI after it happens. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, Well, that is it. Sorry, this episode being so short. That's just all we had, unfortunately. Um, But don't forget to follow the website, surveysayspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page and Instagram, surveysayspodcast. It's all linked on the website. Um, And if you would like to follow me personally, Mel, uh, my account is Mel Mopi Radio. And if you want to follow me on TikTok, I'm Woolies Guy. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, my name is Matt Wynn Thomas, W-Y-N-N-E Thomas. And that will also be linked on the website if you didn't listen to that. Yes. Yeah, cool. The next episode um, will be the episode that was meant to be up last week with Alex on Fate and Coincidences. And then the following week will be the first episode of our newest surveys for all the things on philosophical questions. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, me too. And if anything else changes in the schedule like last week, um, you will be updated on our Facebook and Instagram. That's where we keep most our um, information just yeah. flowing. Yeah, keep it keep it on your bookmarks. Yes, yeah, good idea. We There, there is information, but uh, yeah. Little little updates are more commonly found on Facebook and Instagram, so they will be there. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening, and I will see you next week with Alex and the following week with Matt again. See you in two weeks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.